0: What's going on, everyone? Happy Friday. I hope you guys are having a good start to your week. Um, And by good start to your week, I mean good start to your weekend. So a good end to your week. Um, I wanted to continue the topics that are most frequently asked. um, And this one is about partnerships. Uh, I have tons and tons of scar tissue um, around partnerships. I think I have eight failed partnerships that I can think of off the top of my head. Um, And the common trait of those partnerships is me. And it is my fault. Um, That being said, from a lot of failed partnerships, I have learned a lot. Um, and I've developed some fairly strong viewpoints around the subject matter, specifically with fitness-owned businesses. Um, I titled this, uh, You Work Harder Than Your Partner Does, purposely to uh, somewhat illustrate some of the issues that happen with initial partnerships, is that if you're reading this, you have a partner, and you think that you work harder than your partner does, and if your partner reads it, they think that they are re- they're working harder than you are, right? just by the very nature of the title. right? That's kind of why I did it. Um, but there's some underlying truth there in that um, two people ascribe different levels of value, uh, towards effort, right? If I take out the trash and I think it's a three out of 10 or a six out of 10, excuse me. And then my partner sees me take out the trash and they think that's a three out of 10 effort. Inherently, there's a discrepancy between how much effort we think is put into X, Y, and Z, right? And so the first issue that comes up typically in, uh, in partnerships. And so I'm going to make this specific to small businesses, right? Because if you were, let's say like you're, if you're trying to found a company, right? You're being your co-founders and you're starting technology or something like that. Typically there's clarity of roles, right? And that's the number one issue that where small businesses don't have that because most times the entrepreneurs are starting out are new entrepreneurs and don't know that. I say this having failed eight times. Like so I'm saying this cause I also did not know um, is that there's no clarity of roles as in there's no division of roles. It's just like, we're both doing this together. We both put half our money in and we decided to start this gym. Right. And like you take the left, I take the right. Like it just, the thing is, is that both of you doing everything never ends up working because both of you start judging how the other person is doing the same thing. And then you also start wanting to do things your way. Um, and so then you get, in, you crisscross lines. You think there's different levels of effort. When one person takes a day off, it's because he thinks he deserves it. And the other person thinks he's slacking, right? And so this happens and it continues over time. Now, before I go further, what I do want to note is that if I bet against a partnership, I have like a very, very, very high mathematical likelihood of being right. Right. And so I'm, I'm saying this with the understanding that I definitely have the chip stacked in my favor. Right. It's like betting against a relationship when you see two people together like uh, it's not that's not going to last up. Uh, that's not going to last. Well, think about how many people date and then what percentage of the, the people who date get married and then what percentage of marriages fail. Right. If you go from like total number of relationships to number of relationships that make it all the way to death. Right very, very small. So if you're a betting person and you want to be a negative Nancy, you should bet against partnerships and relationships because that's typically what happens, right? That being said, it's not going to help you. So, um, you work harder than your partner does. Getting back to, um, basically one of the questions that I get all the time is like, what should I do with my partner? We're kind of at odds. Like, uh, you know, they kind of do this. I kind of do this. And so the the easiest way, the only way that I have seen this work, Um, is that you have clear division between uh, the entrepreneur and kind of an integrator. The problem is in a small business, um, the the level of operations necessary is not super high. And so you can find someone with a skill set to run a small business, as you the entrepreneur who does the promotion and selling, et cetera, um, you can find that person and replace them for a lot less than it costs to have a partner. And that's kind of the fundamental issue right, is that one of you is kind of typically in charge of acquisition and the other part of you is kind of typically in charge of doing the fulfillment. Where it does work is when you have one bank account. And so I do see married couples all the time working together, but that's typically because they're delusional. What I mean by that is I include myself in this being delusional, Um, like I believe Layla is better than anyone else thinks she is, right, because I'm married to her. She believes I am better than anyone else thinks I am because she is married to me. I disproportionately value her level of effort compared to what other people would value. Right. And so we have these innate, um, uh, these built in safety mechanisms in our relationship where if, if she gets busy because of something outside because of personal life, it's my personal life too. And so I'm totally okay with it. Whereas if a partner has something that takes him away from work, if I were, you know, partner with another guy or whatever in the business, then I'm going to be like, well, that's stuff. That's not my problem. Right? And you can see how the same situation, how I approach it differently based on my relationship. Right, So um, going back to this partnership situations, partnership dynamics. I have seen it work in small businesses fairly exclusively with married married people. Okay, They tend to do really well together because they have innate uh, partnership dynamics. There's no real conflicts about money because it's all going to the same bank account. If someone has to take the day to do something for both of them, everyone's kind of on the same team together. All right. Now, if you don't have that dynamic and you are in a partnership, then the way and really the only way to make it work is to have clearly defined roles because then you don't have, well, I do this better. Like, well, I should be doing that because I do it better than you. It's like, cool. Once you define the roles, you have to let that person run their ship, right? If you're in charge of marketing, then you're the one who owns every aspect of that. It also means you have to take responsibility when you mess up, right? To the same degree, if you're running the back half of the ship, which is going to be, you know, fulfillment, uh, retention, ascension, all that kind of stuff that's happening on the backside, then that's going to be what you have to own, right? And the operations and the, and the, you know, the weekly cadence and talking to, you know, doing one-on-ones, just daily huddles, all that stuff. If, if that's you um, running the in-gym side, then, then you have to own that piece as well. And so those are kind of typically the division of roles. The problem is that partnerships and small businesses, there's just not a ton of money that is left over in a small business typically, right? And so... If you have two true entrepreneurs, they would usually be best served, just both running their own small business and finding the person to do the extra things uh, that they don't do for a fraction of the price of a partner, right? And so most people just think of like, what can I do today? Which is like, I don't have enough money to start this gym, I need to part- I need a partner. But then like you're giving half away for like 20 grand. You know what I mean? And I know this because like I did this stuff, right? But the thing is, it doesn't really make sense financially. Um, Yeah, there's really no other way to say it. It doesn't really make sense financially. Um, And so uh, big picture, most times if I say, I don't think that your partnership is going to work or make sense, it's because I also know that math is on my side and I try not to be negative Nancy, but that's also kind of true. Hey, Moza Nation, quick break just to let you know that we've been starting to post on LinkedIn and want to connect with you. All right, so send me a connection request and note letting me know that you listen to the show and I will accept it. If there's anyone you think that we should be connected with, tag them in one of my or Layla's posts, and I will give you all the love in the world. All right, so let's get back to the show. Right. And so um, if you're watching this and you're like, okay, or listening to this if you're a podcaster, um, what do I do if I'm in the relationship, right? Well, one is you have to clearly define and you have to have like a real heart to heart about the stuff that you are good at and that you're not good at. And you have to underline all of the tasks that are in the business. A good way to do this is write every single thing that has to get done in the business. The easiest way to divide it up is lead generation, lead nurture, sales, uh, fulfillment, and then uh, ascension, right? Or retention and ascension. And then list all of the activities underneath of those things that, that you do as a company, Right. And then all you do is you have to circle those things and assign them. And then from that point going forward, that is your clarity of roles. Right. Um, then you kind of have to just deal with that. Um, it's just long term. what ends up happening is that typically resentment starts to set in because if the business stops doing well or isn't doing well, then you're like, you're, if it's not doing well, no one's making money, no one's happy. Right. And typically it's like, that's always there. If it does start to work, then you start to look at how much people are getting paid per unit of effort of time and work, right? And then, like I said earlier, me taking out the trash feels like a 6 out of 10 to me, and to you, it looks like a 3 out of 10, right? And then there's this inequity that happens. And inequity happens typically because there's not clarity of roles that wasn't agreed upon in the startup, right? And then you start looking at replacement cost. How much would it cost me to find someone else to do the same job as this person has right now? right and then you start looking on the market right you're kind of like looking out for other relationships like huh i wonder if i could get someone else to operate the business for like 30 grand a year because my partner cost me like 80. huh interesting right and then you start you start thinking thoughts that you don't like to think or that you don't want to think and you can't imagine the fact that your partner's thinking that about you like oh crap right but that's just being real and so i think fundamentally if i like like I try to always give contextual. Uh, so I don't know your business, I don't know your partnership, I don't know your dynamics. But I'm saying what I have observed in general is that for small businesses, partnerships that are not marriage partnerships have a very hard time working in the long run. I also acknowledge that betting against a partnership in general over the long run is is in my in my math favor, right? My mathematical favor. But you should think about why it's in my mathematical favor, um, and maybe think about that when you are. If you're if you're starting a gym or you're starting a second location or something like that, you're like I'm going to just partner up. Really, 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 really think hard about it, because usually you're trying to partner because you're you haven't fully developed out a skill set that you should have, right? In a small business, you should have all the skills that are necessary to operate a small business. Um, if you get into like bigger levels of, of of business, like the the required knowledge is more niched and more deep, right? Like to run a small business, you don't need to have you don't need to have relationships with bankers and you know, know how to do fundraising and know how to do an IPO. Like you don't need those skills. And so like I I just get, I get annoyed when it's like uh, you should be able to delegate and and bring people in who can do each of these, like in a small business, the level of like skill that's required is really fundamental basics um, for the majority of the quote departments. And most of the departments are headed by one person. Right? Like finance doesn't have like, you have accounts receivable, you've built like you've all these things that don't really exist in a smaller business. And so whew, don't wanna get in the rabbit hole. All that to say, you probably think you work harder than your partner does. And your partner is reading this thinking that they work harder than you do, which is the fundamental issue when you have a small business because everyone's sharing the roles because the, the, the skills are basic, right? And it's hard to create clarity around those. So if you were considering getting in, I'd strongly consider you get all of the skills and being able to hire and create a model that doesn't require having a partner. Um, if you do have a spouse in it, then you probably have a head start compared to everyone else, um, and I have seen that work many, 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 many times uh, successfully. The times where it's different is where the same people with the same skill sets come in the door. Both of you are trainers, both of you have clients, both of you put money in, and then the games begin because both of you have bring the exact same thing to the table, and which means that there's no need for one of you, and both of you realize it very soon, and then just spend the next few years slogging back and forth um, and talking to your spouse and talking to you know, the, your friends about how the other person doesn't do X, Y, Z. And so it's just, it just gets into this shitty relationship and it's just a shitty dynamic. So uh, I vote no for Proposition 15 for partnerships um, for small businesses, which is different than co-founding like a large entity or something like that that requires Uh, more niche based knowledge. Like if you're developing a product and you have a product person who's gonna be a co-founder, you have a kind of marketing slash promoter person who's gonna be a co-founder or like a CTO, like a coding slash co-founder with, like those situations make sense because there's clearly defined roles and niche experience is necessary. In small businesses it's really rare. And so um, I would say don't make that mistake and if you're in that situation then do the best you can to clarify roles um, and set expectations and also set out buyouts right? Just establish early on what, like what you would, what math you would both buy one another out for. And the nice thing is if you both agree on it, then it goes two ways, right? There's, it's not unfair to anyone. It's like, I think that we would sell, uh, or we, any person can buy the other person's shares for X times profit or X times revenue or whatever. Right. And then you can stick with that on trailing 12 months, whatever. And then that way, at least you have like, you have an exit flap. If you want to pull it, you can pull the cord. Um, and you can start over after you have more skills, um, or you can buy the other person out and start that and really take the whole ownership of the business and cut the overhead of having a partner. So anyways, hope that was all well before you. Um, I would say tag your partner. But maybe don't tag your partner in this. Um, maybe if you have a wife or someone like that, you can tag them in it. But if you did like this, drop a like or a comment. Um, anyways, lots of love. Hope you have an amazing Friday, and I will catch you guys soon. All right, bye.